Hello, and welcome back to Maidens of the Sphere, where we two maidens talk about Wheel of Time. Um, right now, we are talking about why I feel Egwene ain't so bad, you guys. Egwene ain't so bad. She ain't that bad, you guys. You guys. She ain't that bad. And let's um, be Sarah, let's be honest. Me. Let's be honest. When we say you guys. We mean you guys. We mean you guys. Okay. Yeah. I know you guys have your pick your favorites. I know you everybody loves mm-hmm. men. Of course, guys love uh, men. Of course. Of course She'll the sit guys on your love Avienda. She'll sit on oh. your lap and tell you about your glorious destiny. Oh, she'll just sit on your lap and 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 stroke your hair and say, My poor, my poor sheep herder. Aw. Of course you love men and her tight breeches. Who doesn't? Who I doesn't? also love Look, men. I love men. Men's great. Men is Sarah the only tether men. Rand has to his humanity, and I love her for it. I get a little frustrated with men. I get a little frustrated. I'll but, admit. But, but we're not here to talk about men. But we're, we're not here to talk about We're here to talk about, about Egwene. So bad, you guys. Okay. We're here to talk about Egwene. Um, people say she's bossy. She is. I, I can summarize the Egwene hatred because Summarize I the Egwene have felt hatred. it. I have felt it and I feel it frequently. Um, and Mary Lou has been trying to talk me over and I think she's mostly right. But here's why. If you go on the Wheel of Time subreddit or any other Wheel of Time online community and you mention Egwene, here's what you're going to hear. Egwene is a stuck-up, arrogant, narcissistic bitch who doesn't listen to Randall Thor, uh, the dragon reborn much and she's a know-it-all and even in the eye of the world if you go back there she's just always putting the boys down and she is a classic iteration of this feminazi man-hating misandrist bullshit right that's why people don't that's like pretty it much it yeah um and sometimes it's actually kind of funny like what was that comment yeah. you saw about the trailer so the trailer opens oh, up with naive pushing Egwene off a Let cliff into comment. a river and uh someone commented um well at least they know what the fan base wants to see <laughs> okay yes. that is very funny. here we go i didn't expect my first glimpse to be naive yeeting Egwene off a cliff me neither, but they clearly know how to appeal to the fan base. So I'm not, I'm, we're not getting this from out of nowhere. Friggin' everybody hates Egwene. And she everybody is seen, Egwene. at least amongst the fan base, which I'm gonna go ahead and say is most of the male fan base as like some sort of feminazi bitch. Yeah. And she has her faults. She really oh, yeah. does. I get it. But she's really not that bad, you guys. And let's talk about why. Um, I just read Eye of the World again. And when you read Eye of the World and you say, oh, Egwene is always putting these boys down. Yeah, because the boys are constantly fucking up and doing the absolute dumbest shit possible. Like, True. at every turn, Rand is not the Dragon Reborn yet. Well, of course, he's always, he's been the Dragon Reborn since the day he was birthed. He but, is, though, just a sheep herder. What? He's just a sheep herder. So whenever she's like putting him down, it's because he's just a guy that she knows who is like right. her friend, but also kind of her boyfriend. And he's doing dumb stuff with his dumb friends, Matt, fucking up literally 
every page being a brat. Perrin yeah. also being a brat about the wolf thing and the and the tinkers and his axe being all sad boy. Matt taking the dagger because nobody said the words don't touch a dagger with a ruby hilt. And he was like, well, you didn't say that mm-hmm. sentence. So you never said I couldn't touch it. No. No, shut the- Technically not a violation of the rules that you laid out. A violation of the rules. Well, well, actually, well, actually, Warren never said not to touch a ruby hilted dagger. So technically, <laughs> she I said, uh, don't shut accept a gift. Up. She said, don't accept a gift. But I took it myself from the ground. Um, anyway, ah, literally the dumbest. Anyway, so let me let me lay out what happens to Egwene in the eye of the world. We have this. Very, I mean, look, Egwene is brilliant. Egwene is very smart, talented. And she knows she's destined capable, to be the next wisdom. Capable woman, young woman, who dreams of something beyond her little village. She yearns for adventure. And then into her village come these two strangers. This mysterious noble woman and Golden. her intrepid and handsome guard, it seems. And then what happens? The Trollocs attack. Lightning called from the skies. Oh, this woman, this beautiful woman. She's an Aes Sedai. This could be her ticket out of here. But what happens next? Does this woman go to Egwene and say, I recognize your potential. Let me take you out of this village into a life of adventure. No. This woman goes to these three fuck-up boys who want nothing to do with it. They're all like, I just want to live on the farm forever. And she takes these three dumbasses and she wants to take them to a life of adventure. And Egwene has to freaking invite herself She invites herself. She invites herself. She sees this happening and she says, no, no, you're taking me. And, uh, just imagine how frustrating that would be. Like it's your dream to leave. Rand These three wants guys nothing of do it. not want to leave. They talk about it all the time. They go to the mountains of mist and have their three day adventure with the, which mm-hmm. they get into lots of trouble for. And they go, Oh, that's enough for us. That's enough adventure for us. She is destined to be the wisdom. Everybody says after Nynaeve, you'll be the next wisdom. And if not, you'll go to another town and be that town's wisdom. And she's like, I don't, want that for me exactly. you know be the the lady mayor of the town that lots of power and responsibility she's like i don't want that i want to explore she reads the book about jane farstrider over and over she wants adventure and um exploration and finally yeah. gets her chance and these dumb sheep herders get it instead uh-uh, i don't think so so she invites herself along on this journey that's initiative already point to Gwen. That's great. Would any of you do that? Probably not. You're probably like, oh, I would do that. But then when push comes to shove, I mean, you I don't think do I that. would. Um, she invites herself on the journey. And then this Aes Sedai tells her, actually, you've got potential to be an Aes Sedai. Come to Tarvalon and learn magic. Not only her- can you become an Aes Sedai, you could become one of the most powerful Aes Sedai in the last thousand years your potential is so high Mm -hmm. and that's all anybody tells her for the next like hundreds and hundreds of pages well is what insane potential she has before that though she has moraine telling her this you have all this potential come be great with me and be a nice to die in tarvalon and what does fucking randall thor say 
Randall Thor, the dark one is after me specifically. What? That's crazy. You're going to go to Tar Valen? No, you to need to go back home to the Sedai? two rivers. It's too it's, dangerous for you, Egwene. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's I don't want you dangerous. to get hurt. Yeah. And she just is a full on like a not your yeah. choice. One. Two. Oh, it's it's dangerous, but it's okay for you, but not for me. What the hell? Yeah. And also, I have this power. You think I shouldn't use it? It would literally kill her if she doesn't (laughs) use it and doesn't learn how to use it. And they're like, that's fine. Just go home, Egwene. Well, let's let's jump forward. Egwene, it is true. Egwene is a little bit abrasive. She is bossy. Egwene is bossy. Egwene is is letting go of power. And but but when you think about what she's been through. And for anyone joining us on Twitch, we are talking mad spoilers up in her. Mad spoilers. Mad spoilers right now. Probably so go away if you two. haven't read the books. Be gone. Be gone. This is probably for season two of Wheel of Time. I doubt they get to the Sean Chan in season one. I think yeah. that's going to be much later. Egwene gets kidnapped and turned into a dagnab magic slave. She becomes enslaved and is tortured on the regular and not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally because they're trying to sculpt her into a servile dog of Mm -hmm. a human being. Someone who has previously had a very high opinion of themselves and lots of power and agency now is told, not only are you not allowed to have that agency, you need to believe it. And they mm-hmm. are punishing even her own thoughts because they can sense her thoughts and emotions. They're punishing even her own thoughts that aren't subservient. And that is torture. Mental, spiritual, physical, because she's getting yeah, beaten daily. So, so that's like Egwene's main like character arc defining trauma early in the series but that is not that is far from her first trauma Egwene spends all the eye of the world suffering the same trauma the rest of them are she has Trollocs attack her village she's fleeing in the night from Merdral and Trollocs she's in fucking Shadar Logoth she's running away from all these motherfuckers with Perrin she goes through the ways. She gets kidnapped by the white cloaks and told she's going to be executed. She's like, goes through some fucking shit. And that's in the lead up to getting to Tarvalon, where she's going to be safe and finding the one power as her sanctum. And finally, I've made it here. All of this suffering was worth it to end up here, where she's lied to by an Aes Sedai, betrayed, uh, betrayed kidnapped. By a foreign, uh, a foreign conquering army turned into a magic slave suffers all this abuse, and she's only like freaking 18? Uh, she's very young. She's young, and she literally has PTSD for the rest of the series. Yeah. Whenever she's confronted, remember, she's with Moiraine and Nynaeve with Matt in the stretcher between them. They're on their way to Tarvalon, right outside of Tarvalon. Some white cloaks come up just to, like, intimidate them. It's very clear that they don't have the power to do anything. But she sees them. She thinks about getting kidnapped and absolutely loses it. 
and starts blowing up the earth around all these white cloaks, really like injuring and damaging them, which is against the rules very much. But she's, and she keeps repeating to herself, I will not be chained again. I will not be held prisoner again. She's literally experiencing PTSD symptoms. Not like, we're not exaggerating that. That is real. She's having physical flashbacks and a trauma response that results in like violence. Mm-hmm. And then people and like, look, I, I will admit, I have accused Egwene of being a narcissist, and part of me still stands by that. I do think her narcissism is a trauma response. Um, when she, she has is to made focus only on herself, when she's made Amerlin at the age of nineteen or eighteen or whatever, however old she is, the child Amerlin, like that happens, and she knows this. Uh, as part of a broader scheme. She is a pawn in Aes Sedai schemes and they make her Amerlin because why? They think they, think they can, they control, can her. control her. That is Egwene's freaking trigger. One, then, that's her one trigger is people thinking that they can control her, which is so how does she respond when she's taken prisoner in the White Tower again? She accepts it with a serenity that is unhuman. Right. Again, she is beaten and tortured and mentally and emotionally abused again. And how does she accept it this time? By saying, you have no power over me. You cannot control me. Right. Uh, You may have me physically contained in this Mm -hmm. room, but spiritually, I shall never be chained again. This is all a trauma response for somebody who's really, really traumatized. And what happens when Randall Thor, whom I love, like one of oh. my favorite characters of all time in any piece of fiction. But when you compare like Egwene's response to being in the tower, in the daily beatings and torture, she suffers at the hands of the Aes Sedai and the Red Aja specifically, to how Rand responds to being in the box, which I know isn't entirely equivalent, but it's still torture at the hands of the same people and Egwene's lasts for a lot longer. A lot longer. Rand fucking breaks. Understandably, no judgment. He sh- I, I would have broken a lot earlier. Too. And he lets that color his entire perception of all Aes Sedai, not just the Red Aja, mm-hmm. but the entire White Tower, which causes him problems in the future when he cannot trust the White Tower. Um, right. Even Egwene, the person that he knows that he grew up with that, you know, he thought he was going to marry. Um, and then after that, that's when we get the whole arc of like, I must become rock. I must become steel. I must become Queen DR. Like, uh, we get Darth Rand. Dark Rand. We see, I think, a similar trajectory in Egwene, although, like, she doesn't think about it in the same terms. Like, she sees what she's forged into through her torture in the tower as becoming, like, the ultimate Amerlin seat. I am I Sedai. I am the White Tower. I can bear this. But she's doing the same thing Rand does. She's like, yeah. I must become something unhuman. I must become something that cannot be harmed. And better. And that's literally the first chapter. The first chapter. Who's it narrated by? Egwene. What is she talking about? Being the best water carrier that any, that two rivers has ever seen. Right. She says, I'm going to be the best water carrier in Eamon's field. I'm going to be the first girl to be brought up 
into, you know, the youngest girl to ever get to braid her hair. And then she's the youngest Amerlin C. This is like deeply rooted in her, this sort of like sense of self that is systematically chipped away at until she becomes a crystallized version of, you know, the ultimate Aes Sedai. And you know what? Something I want to point out. Something that really bothers me. Um, let me just talk about something that really bothers me. I am bothered. Um, everybody talks about how Egwene is so bossy and a feminazi and kind of a bitch. And she always thinks she's right. And she always gets her own way. Do those things not also exactly describe Nynaeve? But we love Nynaeve. We love her. So why why are why is it different for Egwene? Is it because she becomes Amerlin and is part of the White Tower while Nynaeve always sets herself against the White Tower, right? Which is femininity pers- like you know, mm-hmm. not personified, but you know, symbolized in the White Tower and Nynaeve is always oh. like that's not my thing, I'm different. And so and so the fan base is like, yeah, you are different. She and Egwene are so similar. That's why they fight so much in the third and fourth books. So why does Egwene get shit for the stuff that Nynaeve does too? Nynaeve is controlling. Nynaeve is arrogant. Nynaeve is a narcissist. So why, or maybe she's not as much of a narcissist. I don't think Nynaeve is a narcissist. She's not a narcissist. She's always thinking about healing other people. Yes, she's always thinking about- I think the the main difference, like why you see that distinction- in the fan base reaction is that uh, I think it entirely comes down to how they position themselves with regards to Rand. Nynaeve dedicates all of her decisions. Like she understands very early on, basically like Rand is the key. True. <laughs> Rand and is important. As wisdom, right? She's like dedicated to the idea that she takes care of her town. She right. takes care of her people. That's why she follows Moraine. That's she's going to get her boys back, right? Get Egwene back um, because she's dedicated to them. So, no, she's not a narcissist. She is doing it for other people, but she has an incredibly high opinion opinion of herself. Oh, she's arrogant. Um, but yeah, I think like Nynaeve sides with Rand and commits herself to Rand. Whereas Egwene sides with the Aes Sedai eventually against Rand to the point where she is like, no, you have to listen to me. I'm the Amarillan seat. Kneel to me, you dragon reborn, you. And like, that's where I think that's that's where I hate Egwene. That is a huge mistake. Yeah, I think that that is a a mistake that that character made. I don't think Uh it was a mistake for Robert Jordan to write that, though. I think it's a really interesting moment. I think it's completely realistic. And I think it, yeah, it's entirely consistent. Um, But I do, like, at that point, that's where you start to see, like, okay, all this that has happened, this crystallization of Egwene into... The perfect Queen Dior. <laughs> yeah. <Link. laughs> right? Right? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, this, <laughs> the crystallization of Egwene into this like embodiment of Aes Sedai's serenity and power and control and authority as Amarlin see it. And she then embodies the flaws of the White Tower itself in her interactions with Which has Rand a lot of flaws. As the Dragon Reborn. And but you can understand like her frustration, I think in that moment 
first of all, Rand, far from perfect. Rand uh, bail fired a damn city. He's killed a bunch of people. A lot of people have died because of mistakes he's made. He's been erratic. He is uh, insane. Like, that's true. He's going insane. He, he it literally is insane, um, whether his insanity, uh, you know, gives him knowledge that nobody else has or, you know, not. It's he literally has a madman um, in his head and he refuses assistance from the White Tower that could have really helped. Right. That could have saved a lot of lives. And he's always talking about saving lives and people shouldn't die because of me. But they do a lot because he doesn't trust the White Tower. And. I can see why Egwene would view that as, well, I just need to grasp it tighter, right? Instead of, you know, hold on, hold on loosely. They they each dig in their heels on each other's side, right? Which is a big mistake, yeah. right? So Rand yeah. and Egwene make the same mistake of digging harder into their position. And we know that Rand is the correct one, right? right. We know, we know that. Rand is we know Rand is right because he's the dragon reborn. Because he's and, the dragon reborn. And we're sitting but, there like Egwene, just take the L on this one. Right? Take the L. She doesn't. She can't. She can't. She can't take the L. Consistent from the very that. beginning of the series. And I she love that. Not, not take an L, right? That's why she fights Nynaeve. That's why she leaves with Maureen. That's why she does anything absolutely that she does. She cannot take the, why I will never be chained again. Can't take the L. And honestly, I respect that. She makes a yeah. lot of mistakes because of it. And that's why I think Egwene ain't that bad, you guys. She, she ain't, ain't that, that bad, bad, you guys. It, I even get if you it. don't she's like annoying. who she, she becomes, the crap out of me. she's an incredible character. I think she's like, just at the level of crafting fiction, she's an incredibly well-written character. She Everything she becomes, all of the flaws that harden and crystallize into the uh, Amerlin Egwene that maybe is so frustrating to watch at the end of the series is entirely consistent with who she is from the first chapter of The Eye of the World. And that is incredible writing and incredible character work. It's amazing to have an antagonist who's also your best friend, right? It is. So Egwene does become an antagonist at some point, and she's the first person we hear from on the first page of the first chapter. We've spent thousands of pages getting to know her. That's fascinating. So I appreciate it. Does she frustrate me? Yes, but I do not hate Egwene, and she ain't that bad, you guys. But let us know what you think. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm not. Uh, Oh, and just last comment. Even if you hate Egwene and think she's an annoying feminazi, you got to admit she's a fucking badass. She's a bad She's ass. a badass from uh, just everything she does. But from the abuse she takes in the White Tower, her mastery of Teleron Riode, her uh, just to, to the very she- end in the fucking last battle when she literally crystallizes, Egwene is a badass. She's a badass, you guys. And... For those reasons, Equine ain't that bad, you guys. She ain't that bad. She ain't that bad. Follow us on Maidens of the Spear on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Spear Maidens and let us know what you think. Is Equine that bad, you guys? Maybe she is. She's not. But you can be wrong about that. Sure. It, it, you know, we just spent however much time we just spent saying how great it was that Equine dug in and was wrong about the shit she was wrong about. So you can do the same and we'll still love you. 